Yeah, I lost my job today. And that's worth celebrating. Yeah, I lost my job today. And that's worth celebrating. I ain't working no more, so credit companies take warning. Point hammers intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. What up, fools? This is Point Hammered, episode 62. <laughs> You're listening to the sultry voice of the Raj. And the bastard. <laughs> Today, I'm a little hungover, so I gotta keep it this shit low-key. Today is June 17th, 2012. Gorgeous day. Tis a fine fucking day. Not too hot. Not too cold. What the shit? We're going to fucking spend it inside this <laughs> well, shady room here. After this, I'll go out there and pick up the mess that was my shed. <laughs> maybe nice. S- maybe start burning some of it. Oh, yeah, I see. You took her down. Yeah, there's nothing as fun as swinging a fucking sledgehammer oh. for an hour and watching walls explode. Well, I, I thought the only thing that could take out buildings was Crack's Call. <laughs> Turns out, <laughs> Hastings fucking do the same shit. <laughs> a couple of fucking minotaurs with a sledgehammer should be able to do the same thing, really. <laughs> So, fuck you been up to in the hobby, bro? Working on my bits stuff, Blood in the Sun. Yeah, what else? So that includes a few miscellaneous models and a proper name placard <laughs> slash title display. I don't even know what you want to call it. Eh, go with a name card, some such shit. Yeah. So I think I might nail it to the actual display base. Not sure. <laughs> I went with the Glade of Blood. <laughs> That's as good as it gets, huh? <laughs> well, and a couple other ideas. Yeah. Nothing to offer but blood, which is a cool saying, but not a proper title. <laughs> for a wood elf army? <laughs> no, for or anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Did you make your own car, or did you go down to the trophy shop, or what? Yeah, I made it out of wood. Yeah? And had my um, wood burner kit, so I nice. burned it in there, and then I did it up in the same color schemes. It's oh. got sprinkled with blood. It looks cool. Yeah, that's pretty it's sweet. better than a lame... <laughs> plaque <laughs> yeah that's like <laughs> your opinion man <laughs> all right mm-hmm. so you're just working on random so that's done. i gotta i gotta make a fence or something to get that extra re-roll need that for my miscasts yeah tell me about it that's why i'm bringing the fucking herd stones you see over there it's my miscast protection slash first turn long charge re-roll <laughs> seems to be play a little ballsier until that thing's burnt up <laughs> yeah well you always get fucked because you don't get one in game five so there's always that moment where you're just like god damn man god that would be amazing right now it. you fucking start leaning on it early game or in the early tournament i think it's awesome i love to play pickup games with that rule yeah just everyone had a, just a random re-roll they could I, use i would get like fucked to, at some point uh, i wouldn't like to play pickup games against you with that rule. <laughs> most fucking luck of the raj plus goddamn <laughs> free re-roll go suck a bag <laughs> If I could suck my own bag, I'd be doing that right now. (laughs) Yeah. You never would have been able to schedule this podcast. Mm -hmm. So I've been working on those. 
working on Chaos Furies, Painted, none of them still. It's not like them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought I might get your hopes up for a second. Uh, <laughs> nah, I know better than that. I'm really itching to get them on the tabletop because my list, every two weeks I go back and change it. <laughs> so now I've had Andrew assembling some stuff for me. And he's got it all done. He's working on some movement trays. Yeah. He's going to drop it all off. So like the blood letters is just the blood letter model. It's not based. Theoretically, the mold lines should be removed. <laughs> and then it's got a head glued to it, but the face isn't. Uh, so I got to go back and add tentacles to all the faces and stuff. So he's doing the basic building and then you're going to tack the conversion work on top of it. Yeah. So I'm going to base them and figure out how. But some of the models I had them build already in the latest incarnation have been removed. Such as a beast of Nurgle. Yeah. Boo. I'd be looking to get more chaff in there. Something like that. So, got to play some games. Yeah. Keep changing my mind. I'm all about that. I got the same issue with the ogres. After, we'll talk about Bug Eater, but after that experience, I don't want to be that dude. So, I've been be that guy. Trying to come up with different lists, something interesting, but mm-hmm. that's fun to play and isn't a douche to play against. Um,. Anything else you've been working on, bro? No, I played three games of Warhammer since last time. Yeah, we'll get to those. Talk about those or talk later. Yeah, we'll talk about that after I talk about what I've been up to. How about that? All right. Been working on the motherfucking Bull Logo Slaughtermaster. I almost fucking deep throated at the mic there. <laughs> Anybody that follows the Magnificent Bastards blog will see my posts on that. Blog's been pretty fucking dead lately, so I'm trying to do a weekly update for the Slaughtermaster. It's coming along pretty sweet. Does he Does he have a name yet? No, not yet. Could his name be Slotty? <laughs> Slotty. I'd like something incorporating his gigantic proportions to be incorporated into his name. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've been painting the Iron Gut Bulldogger Standard Bearer. This fucking guy. Just a crappy unit standard, but it was really fun until I got to doing the standard itself, and then I really bogged down on it, so I'm so fucking sick of painting standards. I'm burning mm-hmm. myself out, because I've also been painting on the Orctonian BSB. Oh, yeah. Working on the standard itself, because I want to do some tutorials on freehand for the blog. So since I got two banners to do, I've been taking a lot of pics and mm-hmm. paying attention to what I'm doing. So Working on that guy for a while. Oh, yeah probably be working on it for a while yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just get motivated on it but like i said painting banners is really draining me because you see so little progress so mm-hmm. uh, i've been sculpting up the fourth reichland ogre okay he's fucking damn near done still got to make some custom weaponry for him and another net i think the next part i've been putting some armor on his arms that's the last thing i did Mm-hmm. Pretty stoked to do his facial hair, though. That'll be one of the next couple Yeah, things. what are you thinking? I don't know yet. It's fucking completely unthought thus far, so... Maybe a, a Charlie Chaplin mustache? <laughs> <laughs> That's not too likely. It <laughs> 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 will be entertaining. <laughs> That's about all I've been working on, but I would say I've been working every single day on it, so I think most of my time goes into the Slaughter Master. Slotty. He's going to be Slotty until you come up. <laughs> That's a fucking shit name, bro. <laughs> no, it's a fucking perfect name. <laughs> Okay. It's an intro level yeah. nickname. <laughs> you take half of the name and then add a, add a Y to it. Slotty. See how he performs game wise? Because sometimes, like Captain Whiff, Whiffers was like the Dwarf Lord became Captain Whiff, and then pretty much all Dwarf characters I was playing became Captain Whiff. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, he doesn't end up with that fucking nickname. <laughs> I have to give him a sword of striking or something. Then. What kind of kid are you thinking for him? If he's gonna have a great weapon, you gotta give him a great weapon. You gotta decide now. Well. Two hand weapons. No, nah, I'm gonna, gonna fucking hold you to. Th- uh, <laughs> hold I know he's gonna have to the coals for that. He's gonna have a big staff that I'm gonna custom build, mm-hmm. and then I think his other hand is gonna have some kind of magical effect in it. Because that's what I've done on my other wizards. Maybe you could get some magnets. 
Uh, and magnetize every combination, John. It's, it's not going to happen. I'm building this guy for the excitement of the conversion, bro. The adrenaline rush yeah. <laughs> over a 72-hour span. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So, uh, I don't know. It's still fun, though. It's fun. When you start seeing it come together, that's when it gets really entertaining because you can chuckle and <laughs> mm-hmm. enjoy the progress. Same for the Reichland Ogre guy. I've been debating on putting a hat on this guy as well, like a big feathery cap. I really like how it turns out, but yeah, I, I you use can my use best the, bit for that. <laughs> any one of the Empire caps is almost large enough on its own. Yeah, and the feathers are... The feathers are perfect mostly, size, yeah. Mostly oversized for Empire, so they work pretty well on Grogers. On my Maneater, he's wearing a cap, an yeah. Empire cap. I just had to add maybe like another 25% to the circumference yeah. of the hat itself to cover That's his whole head. pretty much exactly what went down for the standard bear I finished for the Reichland Ogres. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about the games we played. Sure. Which one you want to talk about first? The one we had or one of your other ones? You're the first one that I had. Okay. So, I made a fucking... I took the standard internet ogre list. Double Mornfang, Firebelly, Slaughtermaster, Gutstar, Couple Two Tree... Saber Tusks, two Iron Blasters, and let's see, Hellheart. What else is key to that list? Is that about it? No, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's the gist okay. of it. So I was taking my Blood in the Sun list. I just wanted to take a crack at it because I've actually I played Ogres before, but they haven't been that sort of list. So I just wanted to see um, how it would work out. Yeah. And actually, for the first time, I, well, I, I got beat. But I think I can handle it. I think my list can handle it. You think so, huh? Yeah. I think the only thing that saved you, well, the, for the deployment, we had some weird terrain that was impassable in a couple spots, so it kind of forced me to set up off on the left-hand side of the table. So you put all your juicy sauce stuff in your back left side, so we're pretty much mm-hmm. opposing corners. But had I set up in the center... No, you were pretty much been center. Upon you. Well, you were maybe so. off... <clears throat> the guts were off by a few inches on one side, but you're pretty much center. The unit of Mornfang that was on my left was pretty much right up against the edge of the board, and then mm-hmm. right next to them was the Iron Guts, and then there was another unit of Mornfang. Mm-hmm. And then so on the right side of my line was both the Iron Blasters and kind of behind the line. Anyways, I just went Operation Grill. Yeah, kind of what happened was I moved out the Wild Riders to try and get an early shot at the Thunder Blasters. Failed to move nine charge. Needed nine on the dice. So then I had to burn an eagle to prevent the Mornfang from slamming into them. Yeah. And then <laughs> next turn they failed another nine charge. <laughs> so that kind of meant I really wasn't able to get to the Iron Blasters. Because if I were to went in first turn, I had a standard, a charge. Even if I don't do a wound, I'm still probably going to beat you. Yeah. And they're sitting right next to each other. So it had been a test at a minus one. I could have got them both. But even if you held, I was banking on you flanking with the other Thunder Blaster and the Wild Riders to finish them off. Yeah. So I'd take another turn of shooting, but then my Eagle Hero would be over there. And the Eagle Hero could beat up on them and kill them. But it didn't really work out. I didn't make the charges. And that kind of messed me up when I tried to go triple charge on the Mornfang. Yeah. That went into the Eagle and then overran in the Impassable. So I went double tree can and I threw the Eagle Rider in there to make sure. <laughs> but with the Wild Riders failed the nine charge again. Uh, yeah, they got in your they, way. Yeah, I wasn't able to get the frontage of all those units, so my Eagle Rider kind of hung out. Your Mornfang held on a four. Yeah. And then the Gutstar swung around. Yeah, and then the and gut they started killing. The and you rolled the Flaming. Flaming, uh, flaming Sword. Board. Yeah, that yeah. was a problem. It'd be a lot yeah. different if you didn't because then I could have put the Tree Man into the flank of them. Yeah. And they can't... Well, Iron Guts can do all right against the Tree Man, but it bought me some time for the Tree Can to kill that other Thunder Blaster turnaround. Right. But overall, I think... 
The Thunder Blasters were the most annoying bit. <laughs> just because then the Wild Riders moved up and they just charged him and killed him. Yeah. Because, like, they can't flee or anything. Um, but, like, the Mornfang, they're tough, but they have flanks. So, right. like, Dryads in the flank <laughs> would probably beat him. Um, but, yeah, but I'd gather. Depending where you're steadfast from that. So, well, I'll take it on a seven. Yeah. They have leadership issues, like the Thunder Blasters. Like, I charged a Saber Toss that ran through one. You passed on a seven. Yeah. Well, from my Beast May experience, I usually do all right with those seven tests. So, Well, it's 58%. Yeah. One annoying thing was flanking the Thunder Blaster with my tree can. You hold and then turn to face. Yeah. Which shouldn't happen. Because you were totally whiffing. Yeah. But yeah, you're a general and your BSB there. Yeah. That's fine. If the gut star gets into combat, then I should lose. Because I don't ever plan to engage that. I just can't. Yeah. Over you can't the long take that many attacks mm-hmm. upon your fucking head. I think the whole game, the only spells I cast were Flaming Sword and Regeneration. Mm-hmm. So every turn, I just try and cast those two spells. I was, you know, early on, I was going for fireballs and stuff to try and take out some of your chaff, but it wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. I was going for dwellers on your big yeah. block every turn. Never yeah. got it off. Yeah, I was you doing had a dispel scroll at the end of the game still. So either way, I don't know. I didn't really find that list much fun to play with because it was just push it forward, push it forward, push it forward. Like there's no strategy in it. There's no fucking skill in it. Yeah, because you don't have forward. much. You got. You had two saber tasks for 2400, but you don't have that many units, so it's kind of... Yeah. You're just waiting for your opponent to fuck up yeah. with their... Because they have enough stuff where they can kind of funnel you where they want to go. But at some point, you're just going to kill through it all. Right. And kind of hope yeah. that you can get in. You just move forward as far as you can every turn and make every charge you can. Like you, So they throw shit in front of you, boom, just hit it. Or if you got, like, a, I think one turn I end up charging one of your eagles with the saber tusk just to get him out of the way because he was kind of blocking up the, the gut star. Mm-hmm. So... But that freed up the gut star to be able to make almost a full move, not entirely, but better than they would have done otherwise. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not, I don't know. I thought it was kind of boring to play with. I can see why it's effective, but I think you're right that the leadership, it does have some real fragile components to it, and leadership is definitely one of those. Now, anybody within, you know, 12 inches of the Slaughtermaster would have been on a 9 with a reroll because the BSB was there, so Mm -hmm. that makes it solid. And it it was my first try playing with that army, so everybody in my army ended up dispersed around and Mm -hmm. whatever. You know, I didn't really consider it. I'm just like, well, I'll push it all forward and see what happens, and not very exciting. So uh, I decided that the list I'm going to build is going to definitely be different than that. Okay. Because it sucks to play with. <laughs> mm-hmm. And having played it a couple times at the fucking Bug Eater, as we'll get to later, kind of sucks to play against, too. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. My second practice game for bits was against Mike Ballard. I went up to Wausau, played yeah. against his Tomb Kings. Okay. He's taking demons to Blood in the Sun, so it wasn't his Blood in the Sun list, but he wanted to get some practice games. So he had big units of archers, huge unit of chariots with the king in there. <laughs> he had the the hero titan. It's one that boosts magic. It's quite shit in combat. Yeah. Some snakes and then a war sphinx. So kind of however you Tomb King, Tomb King game goes, where archers are all the way back, and then all the hitty shit is on the sides. Yeah. It's kind Kind of a shitty for my army because I got to move up the tree can, but I don't want to expose their flanks, and it's kind of tough. And then I got to decide whether I want to move up the archers too to keep within twelve for the general BSB. Yeah, rerolls. Yeah. But moved up, took out, got into combat with the snakes, the hero titan, uh, the tree war snakes and stuff. Yeah, the tree can and the tree man. 
doubled up on uh, the snakes, and then I got a unit of tree cane into his the hero titan. Yeah, things only got three attacks. Weapon uh. skill three, strength six. It's tough six with like five wounds. Um, that, does that have a skelly howdah on the back of it or no? No, that's like a giant. It's like a giant. Okay. So if it can't thunderstomp, it can't really do very much. But he need fives the wound he held, and I got flank vice sphinx, um, and I killed quite a few of them and ran them down. But by then, um, I was able to get my other tree can and tree man uh, into the war sphinx and kill it. Yeah. Stuff like that. Ended up pretty much killing everything except for the tomb king. Yeah. He had his chariots, and they're trying to protect his archers with the, the hero fant on one flank. Mm-hmm. And I moved some wild riders over, <laughs> and then he kind of reformed to block them. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. Because instead of, like, running his chariots up the gun to go after the glade guard when the treekin were fighting everybody, he's fucking around with these wild riders. <laughs> so I was able to kind of isolate him. And by the time he moved back around, I was able to move up an eagle, move up another eagle. So he wasn't going to get into combat. Yeah. And then on the last turn, after I killed everything else, I well, he had the cascade left. But hit him with the dwellers, uh, two units of Glade Guard at close range and the Hail of Doom Arrow and killed every single chariot. So it was just the Tomb King by himself. <laughs> and then you didn't have to take the Dirty Curse, so he did all right there. Yeah. Um, this is one where the Eagle Rider definitely came in handy. Yeah. That's kind of my jack-of-all-trades, because I got into the... You only had one Skull Catapult. Um, you missed the first turn. Um, so when I went in the second turn, I was able to kill it. Yeah. I was able to bag the Tree Man and then overran us some Skellies with the Prince and stuff like that. So Sure. wasn't too bad. Last game was against Jammin'. And he was running ogres. But he, his list is like two, eight-ish, nine-ish, ten-ish units of bulls. Yeah. Um, bulls. Two units of lead belchers, oh, a unit yeah. of mornfang, and a thunder blaster. It's a real jamming sounding list. Yeah, he had a slaughtermaster, uh, Laura Death, level two, and a BSB. Uh, and he actually, on his mornfang, he runs them with great weapons, which I thought, uh, oh, this will be easier for the treekin to kill. So pip less armor really save. Easy. Yeah, well, oh, they don't get that many hits. Like, he might turn yeah. out to get an extra wound or two. Sure. Thunder Blaster, turn one misfire. Turned it into a chariot. Pretty well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what happened was, there was kind of this hadge I was hanging out behind, and he kind of moved his shit up, charged a tree can into the Morn Fang. Just one unit of them, or both? Units? I tried to get both on nines, plus the eagle guy again, all on nines, and only one of them made it. Yeah. Went in, I only had two wounds, and then I found out, I thought he had the dragon breath banner, or whatever it is. Yeah. It's not dragon really head. a big big deal yeah but he had a banner of eternal flame so he ended up killing like doing like 10 or 12 wounds oh man um, but he overran over the hedge so that dropped one of the guys so then when he went into the second the tree can unit was like right next to it so he went into that one yeah and then i was able to like he did one wound maybe with his impact hits but then i went first and that time i really cranked it up and i did nine wounds to him before he even swung so i just killed him all outright nice so that worked pretty good. I had the tree man in with his bull block with the slaughter master and ground those guys down. Unit of wild riders took out unit of lead belchers head on. Can't stand his shoots, so yeah. I'm counting on some ogre whiffs, which were there. Which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they took out the iron blaster later by getting it in the flank. Yeah. 
Um, and then with his other bull block, he had him off to the side. He had a stone horn, too, but I was able... That thing lasted till the end of the game, but I was able to divert that with an eagle away from my shit, so... Yeah. Worked out pretty well. Okay. His magic didn't do too much. <laughs> um, didn't cast any death spells at all. The and then shit. he had a choice between plus one toughness and plus one strength. And all he has is bulls for his infantry, and he went with toughness. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, should have took strength, yeah. Benny. And then like, he went to grab it, and I'm like, nope, you took toughness. <laughs> you cast it, bro. <laughs> yeah. So he was, yeah, so his plan was he was just going bubble toughness, bubble regens. Yeah. And actually, when the tree can went in, they had that first time he had a regen up. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing I could do about it. It was irresistible. So, oh, man. <laughs> okay. So, got a win there. Pretty sweet. Beating up on fucking Benjamin. Mm-hmm. The local whipping boy. <laughs> eh, he's not local. I know. He drove an hour to get his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave him some tests. I told him he should add another unit of Mornfang and yeah. drop the lead belchers because it didn't do shit. Yeah, he should add something because lead belchers are fucking I told him he should add saber tusks. Yeah. I told him if he really wanted to get mean, he could drop the stone horn and add another thunder blaster. Yeah. So you're pretty much like I'm kind of corralling him into the fucking no. internet dick list. <laughs> so you can do any one of those. Would yeah. make it better. He, I don't know, he's doing the jamming sour face. Yeah. <laughs> about, uh, none of his stuff can do anything. And, yeah. uh, and he doesn't have any iron guts painted. So he'll still be running bulls. So I told him he should go. If he's going to take a level two, he should probably go for lore beasts or maybe a fire belly. Yeah. Because with the beast, then he gets plus one strength, plus one toughness. Right. Because he really needs the strength with the bulls. Or he could do another gut wizard just to guarantee he gets that strength spell. Yeah. Strength four just can't cut it against a lot of stuff. Agreed. Even beastmen don't fear that too much because mm-hmm. not, not going to kill that many. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah. That's fine. Get right. those games in. You all fucking ready for bits then? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think mm, one change I'd make is I think I'm kind of leaning towards there's two two ward saves the Widows can get that are pretty good. The two plus ward when you're down to one wound. Yeah. And then a three plus ward until you fail it. Okay. So usually I take the two plus ward when you're down to one wound just because you're pretty much guaranteed to fail anything that <laughs> will keep working until you fail it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in... Your game against the Ogres, she ended up taking a cannonball because I had to bail out of the Glade Guard. Yeah. And then in the game against Mike at Balor at some point, she jumped out too because a Tomb Scorpion showed up in the back. <laughs> so um, just for that, I think I would rather have it. It seems more like I have to worry about War Machines schmucking her rather than like, I don't know, close combat, combat attack. Because yeah. with that two plus, you can potentially go and if you really need to, you could challenge like a fighty lord or something if you get lucky. Yeah, especially so you if you can still a, live and well, you could go a couple rounds. You got a motherfucking tournament re-roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where the three plus, like, you, know, you kind of just signal in defeat. And kind of against like Lord of Death kind of sniper stuff too I think I'd rather have a 2 plus yeah down to the last one sure um, against magic missiles uh, there's one game where it paid off huge against Gunya where he kept gatewanger <laughs> and like the glade guard were pretty much annihilated by the magic missiles so she kept just kept getting hit with gateways I kept making all the 2 plus wards <laughs> so but my list is already submitted so that's okay. maybe one thing that I would change give it a try sure alright so, ready as it's going to be that's cool we had a couple people respond on our last cast, we had a conversation about my fuzzy spraying of Bull Ogre PSB. Mm-hmm. 
And there's a couple of people that came back with some feedback on that, so I thought we'd share that. It was actually pretty good info. So he's saying it's really just humidity and GW spray yeah. is the main factors. Pretty Even much. though the range could be, like if you're spraying it from three feet away, <laughs> you might be a retard and it might affect your model. Yeah. So this is uh, Griff Rat. He's saying that he wanted to add a little bit to the humidity versus spraying too close versus GW spray. He said it can be all of the above, but humidity is the main culprit for the fogging. Totally frosted a cannon slash crew and two detachments of converted swordsmen in hot ass Memphis in 08. <laughs> so the great varnish tragedy yeah. of 08. <laughs> <laughs> Says I can say that it was more the humidity and craptastic GW Matt Sealer. I was using both Krylon and GW to, to do a bit of spraying. I ran out of the Krylon and instead of searching out a hardware store I used what was handy. Regret is the most painful thing in life. <laughs> and I regret GW spray. So for, so for what it's worth, uh, I use two things when I go to spray. First is Krylon Matte Sealer, the type that the Raj spoke about. So yet another recommendation for that. He says you can get it at the Walmart. Yeah, the, the number that I use, I looked, is 1311. It's okay. like the designation. So there should be like on the label or somewhere on it, it says 1311 is the matte varnish okay. that I use. And then he said the second thing he uses is weather dot com or accuweather.com <laughs> he says if the humidity is above 55% he doesn't even think about spraying because he knows it's going to fuzz up so he says that that means because of where he lives that he only ends up spraying <laughs> it's like months out of the year where he can't spray anything so he just goes without varnishing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he ends up with a bunch of stuff that he has to varnish all at once. But um, he does have. He had to get himself a respirator. <laughs> does so much Pretty spraying rash, at once because yeah. of that. Then, so that's pretty cool. Very much appreciate that feedback. Mm-hmm. Just imagine being like an empire soldier, having to fight that, having to fight a chaos lord. <laughs> that's fucking insane. <laughs> but a chaos lord does not cause fear. <laughs> Turns out he's just like, come on, where's the wizard? Make me stronger. <laughs> Give me the mind razor. <laughs> Come I can on, take this bitch. Give me the mind razor. Uh, hook me up, bro. We had another guy write in, and I can't fucking find your name, so I feel like kind of a dick. We have way too many ways of getting in touch with us, so I don't know where the fuck the comment was. But his comment was that you should rub a little olive oil into the parts of the model that got fuzzy, and that'll fix the fuzziness. You might want to experiment with that before you try it, because <laughs> I don't know how I'd go about doing it, but if it works, I would fucking definitely try it. You'd probably just put a dab on, like, a paper towel. Yeah, just rub it. You don't think you'd try like a paintbrush? (laughs) Or just like rub it with your finger? Yeah, maybe your finger. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, that's one possible suggested solution, but I'd tread lightly in that direction until you know what you're doing. You might fuck something up. So, So mainly prevention is the way to go here. Yes. Griff rats prevention techniques <laughs> for fuzzy spraying. Maybe there should be like a fuzz protection bear or something. <laughs> Mr. Fuzz? Only you can prevent Model fuzzy fuzz. models. <laughs> Only you. Let's take a little break. If you insist. <laughs> I, I went and blew off my mortgage today And that's worth celebrating Yeah, I blew off my mortgage today and that's worth celebrating And in three months they will foreclose So for three months and for free I'll be staying And when I go no one will know I'll creep off like a cat Blow off all the rest 
crap ton of empty bottles. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Welcome back. Mm. Motherfucker. You been reading or uh, watching any cool shows? Motherfucker, from? I don't read. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dog. <laughs> yeah, I read a book <laughs> called right. Turning Pro. By Stephen Pressfield. Okay. It is the acclaimed follow-up sequel to The War of Art, <laughs> which is like a little... It's kind of self-helpy, yeah. but it's like more of a kick in your pants for anyone doing creative pursuits. Ah. So like writing a novel or sure. starting business or doing whatever you really want to do. Yeah. So kind of it <laughs> is one of the ways you can kind of accomplish that kind of stuff is changing your mindset from like an amateur to like a professional. Yeah. So, like a professional, you show up every day. You do it whether you, you want to or not at the time. It's kind of stuff like that. Kind of change your mindset. So, that kind of applies to miniatures painting, I would say. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> and what he's saying is show up every day at the same time and put in your work and, you know, inspiration is going to strike you. You're going to get better kind of stuff. Okay. Kind of ties in with the 10,000-hour rule. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a nice, nice short read. He has a good, good blog stevenpressfield.com every Wednesday is writing Wednesdays where he has like a nice post about that sort of thing so the book just came out and I bought it uh, it's pretty cool holy shit Raj actually purchased the book <laughs> yeah it's something you probably read once yeah. or twice a year okay so I got a copy of The War of Art and it's like all beat up and it's got some of my blood on it <laughs> Because nice. I read it at the plasma place. Because <laughs> anything cool happened to it. <laughs> but I've been listening to Red Seas Under Red Skies, okay. which is book two in the Gentleman Bastard sequence by Scott Lynch. The first yeah. one is Lies of Locke Lamora. Yeah. This one's all over the place. Like, they just keep getting <laughs> fucked over. Like, everyone's got their fucking one up on them, so they got to work for them and do shit. And kind of, there's two guys, two different people are bossing them around. And then, like, two different groups are trying to kill him. Yeah. Like, on top of that. <laughs> and, like, everyone wants to kill him, and if they can't kill him, they want to control him. <laughs> They're, like, in a new city, and they end up... Right now, like, this one guy is forcing them to go out and see and be pirates. But they don't know the first thing about being the captain of a ship. And, like, so they just got to pretend. They're, like, they're using all the words, but they don't really don't the understand the significance of everything. And yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good book. Okay. And as a weird side note, I almost got to meet Scott Lynch when... This is kind of a weird story. So my buddy, uh, Mason, he uh, sent me a Facebook message. And you can copy in whatever, like a bunch of people. So he copied in some people. I don't even know who they were. And he wanted to know if I was going to go to the derby match last week, yeah. which I did. Yes. And somebody had chimed in, no, I can't go because I'm meeting my favorite author. So my buddy Mason replied, oh, you mean... Uh, Rothfuss, <laughs> thinking that that was the only author in the area. Yeah. Uh, but she replied back, no, she was, she was meeting Scott Lynch. He was driving <laughs> three hours over. And I knew he, he lives in Wisconsin. He lives like three hours west of us. Yeah. So she got a hold of him somehow. <laughs> Probably just an email on his website. Yeah. And he agreed to come over and hang out with her for the day, apparently. Is this chick hot or no? From the Facebook photo, I'd have to give it a couple thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were like, uh, how old is this Scott Lynch kid? I don't know. Like 45, I assume 50? that, yeah, he's probably driving over to bang her. Yeah. So would she be hot to him? He wouldn't my drive three hours and not bang her. <laughs> Just to uh, hang out. But anyways, she was going to see if she wanted, if he wanted to come to the derby match. 
Yeah. And if I was in that situation, he didn't want to come, and I understand that he wouldn't drive three hours to go to a derby match. <laughs> right. He's driving three hours to get to some hanging in. Hit that shit. <laughs> and then he's driving three hours back immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. But um, I, I talked to my buddy Mason later, and he kind of met up with her, and he got to meet him. Oh, yeah. He said he's an alright guy. Yeah. He confirmed whether the fucking happened or no? Uh, did not get a follow-up on that. <laughs> Maybe I'll just respond to that Facebook message. I told her. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, just make sure he has a good time. So I want to come back. <laughs> That's what I told her. <laughs> nice. You're pretty much pimping around to get this yeah. team back. <laughs> okay. But yeah, he's he's a great author. I'd yeah. recommend him to anybody. Scott Lynch. Okay. Great on the audio as well. Yeah. Michael Page is the the reader there. The lies of Locke Lamora. <laughs> That's what he, how he sounds. Lamora. <laughs> I'm getting too much of a kick out of this because you look so no. happy when you look at all happy Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, so today I finished listening to the second Robert Kiyosaki book on real estate investing that I listened to. Okay. <sighs> was anything really added from the first? Yeah, quite a bit. This one was different professionals in the real estate field, and they'd all do a chapter about whatever their specialty was. Some of them were meh because I could give a shit about building a shopping mall, but some of them were really good. No, man, I think. And applied to my interests. Point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it was funny that you mentioned the book you had read because the last chapter of this book was nothing but him like trying to give you the, now get out there and do it. Don't be afraid. You can't be afraid. You have to do it. If You, you can't make excuses. You just have to fucking start. So similar kind of thing to what you read by the sound of it. But uh, mm-hmm. other than that, but I still recommend it. It's interesting. At the very least, it'll get your brain working. Yeah. In a... I don't know, <laughs> some kind of direction that's not usual. Maybe so. question where you are and what you actually want to do, right. whether it's that or not. What's that? Whether it's that or right. not. Yeah, absolutely. So gets me thinking. Tomorrow I'm meeting with a realtor. So. Nice. <laughs> I'm all over this shit, fool. Last night I, I went to bed at about 10 o'clock and I stayed up till 2 in the morning reading The Wise Man's Fear. <laughs> Goddamn book is so good. Has he left town yet? Yeah, so now he's fucking made his travels. Mayor Alverson. Yeah, he's working for for the Mayor Alverson. Tracking down some bandits. Is that what he's doing? Or no, uh, he hasn't got that far yet. Trying to solve the mystery. Trying to woo the woman is what he's doing right yeah. now. Trying to get the Dana. Oh yeah, she just she just disappeared on him, mm-hmm. and he's trying to fucking get the mayor laid. So now he's proclaiming that he has to make, I don't know, some Getting kind close. of charm to keep that other guy from... He's going to get some ass, finally. I fucking hope so. That's sorry, bastard. <laughs> Super good book, dude. I couldn't even... I want to go to bed. I was so tired, but I just kept on fucking reading the two in the morning. Trucking through. I was pretty fucking buzzed up by the time we finally... Because I'd been drunk earlier in the day. <laughs> so I went to bed at 10, still had a pretty good beer buzz on. Mm-hmm. Just got caught up reading. <laughs> some drunken read. It was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So that shit's highly fucking recommended. Friday, I went over and got a new tattoo. That sucked. Yeah, I've seen. Just like an angry bird. A couple <laughs> angry birds. <laughs> Look exactly like the video game Angry Birds. <laughs> or not. Uh-huh. But, uh... Yeah. I don't know. Every time I do it, you sit there. It's just fucking boring. It was on the bicep, so it didn't really hurt that bad. Some of the parts you wouldn't even feel. But I sat there for four hours getting tattooed, so by the end, it was pretty painful. But the whole time, I'm just bored out of my fucking mind. Like, oh my God. Did you 
like read or no i just sat there staring out the fucking window at downtown <laughs> stevens point watching people walk by <laughs> and once in a while i mean the dude would chat a bit but mm-hmm. ugh, fucking hey that's a fucking don't do that again thing in the back of my head at the very least bring my phone so i can fuck around play some angry birds real yeah but now when people ask you where you get your work done <laughs> say a local place yeah dt fool dt uh, but usually you don't want to drag out those conversations any longer than they have to be yeah agreed. seems to be the case <laughs> that's why you always say like milwaukee oh wow okay okay <laughs> <laughs> fool yeah okay been working my way through peep show ah nice yeah I'm only like two, one or two episodes from finishing that whole series. Me, Dobby. Me as well. Dobby. Hey, Dobby Dobbs. Club. Yeah. Mark. Hey, Jez. Enjoyed the episode where Jez has to take a couple of wank bullets. <laughs> yeah. For, so when you take a wank bullet for someone, That's, basically the first one was his girlfriend was downloading porn at work. <laughs> so he had to go in and explain how he's just a filthy pervert. He's a chronic, chronic masturbator. masturbator. 10 or 12 times a day. And he was only in there for seven minutes, but he had downloaded some, <laughs> some, some porn. porn. Had his fucking tug on. So. Yeah, and then uh, later... He had to take a wank bullet for Mark. Yeah. He didn't want to, but in the end, he realized he was such a good friend. That's the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. So I posted that on my, my Twitter account, yeah. which is just within the last week or two. Hammered underscore Raj. Yeah. Hammer Raj. At hammered underscore Raj. Talking with other people. but And I meant it, too. If uh, your, your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, <laughs> find some porn on your computer, let's get Joe Rogers on the phone. I'll explain. I'm a filthy, chronic masturbator. And I was only over for 10 minutes last week, but unbeknownst to whoever, I, I was downloading it, and I got a quick wank in. Well, the funny part is you really are a chronic masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> so I could have really... used someone to take a wank bullet for me about this time last year. <laughs> With the grass off? Yeah. Some chicks, porn is cheating. And there was a situation. <laughs> Especially the chicks with the poor self-image. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways. Keep it in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I will record the call, however. I'll back burner that. <laughs> <laughs> next week, we got fucking blood in the sun, bro. By this yeah. time next week, we'll be fucking gaming, I think. Yes, we will. We'll be fucking wrapping up the last game. We'll be crawling our way to the top. Hopefully I won't feel as burnt out as I did like the last tournament. She's looking to be pretty big this time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think they expanded. Is there 80 folks in it? Yeah. Last time I want to say there's 50 ish. Last year was the inaugural year, so. Oh, yes, it's really grown. It's really grown, John. Yeah. I've been seeing their uh, Twitter updates. (laughs) They all stand around like ironing game mats together (laughs) for the tables and shit. Nice. Looks pretty masculine. Mm-hmm. A beer in one hand and an iron in the other. <laughs> yeah. I think you need. You should get a gaming mat. I like this table, bro. Yeah. You put the mat on the nice table. <laughs> and then we could take some proper picks. <laughs> Perhaps. I probably have one. No, I know I do because I had a nice green sheet I was using for a long time. Well, what the fuck is it, dude? used to be in the train box. I'm not sure what became of it. Maybe I started using it as a car cover or something, and that's why I didn't. <laughs> it's a fucking wank rag <laughs> curled up under your bed. <laughs> this is giant. Because <laughs> it was like the size of a sheet, so. If I can use it for years without having to wash it, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Let's see. Raj Podge coming up, buddy. Oh, yeah. Raj Podge. Got about half the people paid up. Got the bonus points. Lists are 
due for the bonus points coming up at the end of the month, I believe. I don't fucking know. I'm not in charge of it. John? <laughs> <laughs> well, people are emailing them to me. So you can go to the forum at pointhammer.com, and you'll see in the lists section where to send them to. Mm-hmm. As far as when they are due, June 28th. For the bonus points. Yes, for the bonus victory point. Full payment was due May 28th. For the bonus points. Yes. And absolute deadline on both of these things. Is it the 14th? Yeah. yeah. So I want to get that all squared away. Okay. So I don't have to worry about it on the day of. Agreed. Raj nice. Podge, thousand point team tournament. Random teams. Yeah. What, what kind of list are you bringing? Well, I'm going to bring Ogres just because I don't want to play Beastmen. Mm-hmm. So it'll be the fucking douche thousand point Ogre build, I'm sure. Nice. Because that's what I got painted because that's what I painted for Adepticon. I will be running some demons. Oh, you're going to make the proclamation, huh? Yeah. I'll have the models done. Oh, Raj. I don't have to be painted. No, not for Podge. Maybe I'll paint one real shitty and put it in the worst painted unit contest. Uh, fucking Wagner's a shoe in for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. It's cool. Should be a blast, though. I'm looking forward. Next Raj journey Podge. after Podge. Screw, Screw City. GT, baby. That's all the way out in September. September, September 24th, yeah. I believe, that weekend. Then we're fucking balls deep in the fall tourney season. Yeah. I'm all fucking stoked. Stoked for uh, Screw City. Saddened. Like, no, Screw City <laughs> goes as well as fucking MWR did. <laughs> yeah. Which you couldn't possibly. <laughs> a couple fucking rounds of dumb luck Good you really going. need. Either way, I really like my list at that point level. It's fun to There's play. And it's strong, strong chance it's going to be worse. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it could hardly get better. <laughs> Don't mean to discourage you, John. It's cool, it's cool bro. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Since I got an iPhone, pretty much my work output has dropped about 25% while I fiddle <laughs> fiddle with various websites. Yeah, I'm up to date on all the podcasts. It's unheard of. Black Sun? Yeah. Pretty funny. Well, speaking of which, I did order some of their dice. Ah, yeah. I, I was, heard there might have been something close special for you. Unlucky enough to get the Dom Ginger Pube pack. Oh, lucky. So upon opening it, I saw that and immediately just threw them in the trash. I'm <laughs> <laughs> fucking cleaning that up, dude. <laughs> so that was $17 well spent <laughs> nice yeah are they still in there? I might rummage through. Nah, I don't think so. I think you're fucked, bro. Interesting. I was like, well, I'm never going to be able to roll these in good conscience in a fucking happy state of mind, so. You should have just fucking gifted them to the bear. I don't even see the bear. It's been fucking months since I saw Speaking the bear. Speaking of the bear, should we give him a call? That's probably a pretty good idea. Let's try. We don't know. We don't know if he'll answer He doesn't even know we're recording. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> gotten to that point. <laughs> we think he might be at the energy fair. Is it done? Is it still going? Ah, uh, so He's probably cleaning up by now, but... Okay, let's see if All we right. can get him on the let's horn. Let's see. Golki. Ryan. It's Raj. It's Johnny here, buddy. What are you doing? I'm at the energy fair. Oh, yeah? What are you up to there? We're just uh, recording the cast right now. We thought we'd fucking call in and see what you're up to. Yeah, we got we got your fans that are fucking curious where you've been, so... Well, so you we haven't invited me on any of I see, like, two or three casts come out I never even heard about happening. <laughs> That's the Rogers' fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm busy. We're selling steel roofs at the Energy. We got a booth, so... Mm-hmm. I see. Did you get your list in for Blood in the Sun? Yeah, I finally did with much harassment. (laughs) (laughs) Bullying. Some outright threats. Hmm? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
have you been up to in the hobby? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much I wrote that list. That was about it. <laughs> nice. Am I being mm-hmm. recorded right now? Is that the idea? Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> How did you hear about in Green Bay go, buddy? Good. We kicked a lot of ass. It was a lot of fun. Nice. We, the Chicago team is a brand new team, so we totally pounded them in the ground. With a lot of fun. Nice. Before, after, and during. Excellent. <laughs> 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 I'm glad to hear your derby skills far exceed your Warhammer skills. <laughs> why do you think that? Yeah, that's why I'm so excited about it, you know. It's actually something I'm good at. My my brawn, you know, actually serves a purpose Bra. in derby. It has no purpose in Warhammer unless I'm making gigantic <laughs> things to give away at my tournament. <laughs> Speaking of which, where's that uh, axe for Ryan? You got that underway? No, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna make it all at the same time. I have to give them to him at my tournament. Inefficient to try making them. Uh, okay. One now and then make another one later. Like you say, yeah. it's easier for me to make several all at once. Yeah, sure. if I can stack them up a couple years. Make two dozen axes fall, you know, then I'm set for years. <laughs> that could be your new business. You just fucking sell them, bastards. The fucking axe man. I'll sell them at the energy fair. We'll have to figure out a way to put a green spin on it. You know, I mean, I'm looking around here and a lot of this stuff is very tenuously connected to environmentally uh, responsible living. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like spin it as like renewable axes. Somewhere. Yeah, renewable axes. <laughs> nice. Hey, what phone number is this anyway? I didn't come up as either of you guys. This is my Skype account. Yeah. Ah, okay. It's probably, it's probably unknown. Yeah, whatever you see thing. that. It's probably, I almost yeah. didn't answer because I saw the sketchy number. I'm like, I have no idea who that is, but... Lucky for you guys, I did. Oh, so lucky. Yeah. But so it did, it did come up with a number, huh? Yeah, they did, a number did come up. Oh, intriguing. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> we were going to start pranking people on this and recording it, but we might have to rethink that. <laughs> the number pops up. <laughs> no, it's like a weird number. Yeah, but we'll see. Okay. Anyways, we'll let you get back to it. Yeah, right. Any last comments, Bear? Uh, no, nothing Nothing I can think of right now. Okay. Anything kind of about your balls? I'm telling people about rules and answering the same huh? question like 20, <laughs> 30 times a day. So. Yeah, must be pretty good at it by now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, keep me informed so I know what we're doing this weekend. I'll talk to boners later. All right. Later, boner. Later, bro. Fuck my balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's Golki. That's what he's up to today. Yeah. For all you fuckers that always ask about him, <laughs> there's your answer. Oh, you asshole. <laughs> Which we determined was probably the majority of our listeners. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> our downloads have been cut in half since the beer left. <laughs> we're going to keep going until it gets to zero. <laughs> and then we're going to keep going after that. <laughs> so... Talk about contact. You can contact us at pointhammered.com. Email is pointhammered at gmail.com. You can get me on Twitter at pointhammered or Raj on Twitter at hammered underscore Raj. Check out our forums. Been pretty active on there lately. It's fun yeah. stuff. You can see what we're up to in the hobby when we feel like posting on the You Magnificent Bastards blog. Mm-hmm. I ran out of shit to post, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank God we brought Gunya on board. It would have been even longer before someone posted on there. So, all right. Let's fucking move on, bro. I had a Twitter question from sure. Steve Wren, who 
I responded on Twitter, but it was a decent point. He was checking out the Eldar Farseer that I put up on the Magnificent Bastards blog. And he was just curious, like, how I got that look to it. Because it's a super freaking tight look. And it's like a really crisp, clean paint job. Mm-hmm. So the way I achieve that is is by not using washes or inks. You just find a nice fucking dark base coat and you just highlight on top of it. Typically, mm-hmm. if you're doing skin or something, you'd base coat it, then you'd ink it or wash it, and then you'd highlight from there. Uh, but when you do that, it always gives it just a grittier, rougher feel look to the model. So mm-hmm. if you skip that wash step, though, you end up with a really crisp, clean result. I mean, you just have to get your blends down and all that, but it, it is a very different look in the end, so... Okay, cool. Keep that shit in mind. I also had another fucker was talking about <laughs> um, bases, like what the basing process is. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's a newer guy. And so for me, when the model, after I got the model glued to the base, you know, typically if I'm going to build a big fancy base, I'll do that before I attach the model. And then I'll attach the model to it. And then at that point, I'll do like a brush on primer and then I'll glue on the gravel mm-hmm. um, and get the gravel like solidly down. So then I'll prime the whole model um, you know, after the gravel is already on the base. But you have to prime the base before you try and use white glue to attach the gravel to the base. Otherwise, the shit's going to peel off on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of painting, I always paint the base first. So f- one of the first things I do for every model, like with the Beastmen, for instance, paint it scorched brown, and then I dry brush it a couple of different shades, but usually uh, bleached bone and then just a tiny bit of white. So... Those things are all done before I do anything else on the model. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of the model, there'll be some little details I'll pick out on the base. But the reason I do the dry brushing up front is because it's such a mess. And you don't want to fuck up. If you spend fucking yeah, four hours highlighting dry brush skin. on some boots or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. So that's the plan there. That's the order of operations for... I'm sure everybody does it different, but that's how it works for me. No, I, yeah, I do about the same. Yeah. Okay. What else do we got here? I have a rules refresher. There's only one panic check in the whole game that you will not flee from the closest enemy unit. Do you know which one that is? Yeah, if, um, if a unit causes, either through shooting or magic, causes the 25% panic That's correct. Check. And in every single other situation, you always flee from the nearest enemy unit. So if one of your units breaks in combat, you don't panic from where the combat was. You don't you don't panic from shit except the nearest enemy unit. Mm-hmm. So if, like, if I had my harpies floating like one inch behind you, I mean, you would actually flee like forward. Towards your line. Yeah, yeah. towards my lines. It's kind of odd, but you know, a lot of that, I think that gets forgotten about mm-hmm. much of the time you see people just well. fucking well, yeah. okay they run away from it because it seems intuitive like oh yeah they run away from what caused the panic but that's never the case yeah anymore. most of the time it is the unit but the unit which broke the enemy is also broke. the closest yeah. right you're right that sometimes but not always because you mm-hmm. could set it up such that that wasn't the case yes you could if you were a so, Trixie, Trixie hobbit c <laughs> hairy footed son of a bitch you had a if you're a beast man with lots of units of harpies. <laughs> or a dark elf army with yeah. lots of units of harpies. I really like another unit of them. Little bastards are so useful. I might even have the models to make more of them, but I don't foresee. I want some brown ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like the way they turned out, just the black tones, but that's just too much work to fucking paint, dude. Yeah, that's bro. the problem with making these really sweet conversions. Whenever you want to expand the army or make more, it's a fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. 
Same problem I had with the best agora before I finally bit the bullet on that one. <laughs> I remember being harassed about it for fucking years. <laughs> so let's talk about fucking Hall of Shit, bro. Hall of Shit. <laughs> Hasn't been one of those for a while. Yeah, this is kind of a half Hall of Shit. A ha- like a closet of shit. <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> an entryway, entryway of shit. Of shit. <laughs> well, maybe like an entryway of like dog shit, <laughs> which still smells and is unpleasant. But I think if I had to be in a room filled with shit, I guess I'd take like dog some, shit over people shit, shit. Tracked into the rug and <laughs> yeah. <the> entryway. <laughs> anyway, the model in question is the fucking manticore model this fucking chaos lord on a manticore yeah. plastic just Newish. i think the manticore itself is what i want to pick on here because okay when i when i saw pics online i thought this model was fucking awesome i liked it a lot but when really? i saw it in person <laughs> i decided the riders are really badass but the manticore yeah, itself great. is pretty fucking lame and boring this i don't know what it is that rubs me the wrong way there's just no good detail to it mm-hmm. i don't know maybe I it's think... too generic or something i'll tell you what i dislike is the pose the wings <laughs> i don't like his tail he's got two tail options bro <laughs> uh, the one shown here looks sh- like shit yeah it's the, the fork tail fork tail yeah <laughs> I don't like the face. Yeah, I don't like the face at all. The paint job they gave it is quite shit. Well, I think without that paint job, it would look even worse because you'd realize how boring of a fucking model it is. Yeah, and I think that's the order of my dislikeness. (laughs) Well, no, it'd probably be pose and then the face. And then the tail. The fucking front claws look stupid. The wings. The body looks stupid. And then the fur. <laughs> but that said, like I pointed out before, both the riders are fucking super badass. I think they're really awesome cast. Yeah, the rider's cool. So if you could find a way to stand those guys on a normal 25 mil, or maybe put that magician rider on a disc and make them float around, those would be really awesome models to use for those things. Yeah, it looks like you had some cool bits to make a little oh, yeah. on a steed or Absolutely. whatever you want to do. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just put them, because it really is the pose more than anything that's bothering me. I don't, they could have put them like, kind of perched on a rock or something cool. Yeah. But he's, I don't know. You can't even really convert them into anything else. Yeah. Not a lot of work. The reason I picked this model up yeah. was I was going to do a second unit of Bull Ogre Mornfang Cavalry, mm-hmm. and I was going to use four of these guys. Oh, boy. I was going to remove the wings and then putty over that and then put Minotaur on their back. Ambitious. Ambitious, John. And pricey, Raj. <laughs> This is like 20 bucks for a Minotaur plus fucking like 55 bucks for that. That's another thing that irks me about it. It's like a $55 kit and it's fucking boring to look at. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I was going to get four of these guys for the Mornfang. And after picking this guy up, though, I will not be doing that. No. Hall of look shit. Look at the wide, wide open skin. Mm-hmm. Think of the blends, John. Think, think of the blends. Think of how much fur I'd have to sculpt over <laughs> that guy. That's mm-hmm. been my number one way of fixing shitty GW models is just covering them mm-hmm. in fur. <laughs> it's worked pretty well, though. So you saw the Razorgar models. And you went through with the conversion <laughs> yeah, but for there the was, Mornfang. And then you saw these models, there was, and they were so shit. There was no good alternative, like big, awesome beast that would pull a chariot and still look super cool, other than that Razor Gore model. The only reason I chose this because it was the perfect size, and post-conversion, it really flows with the rest of the army. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, nah. I, I don't feel like sculpting fur over the bodies of four of them bastards. No. I didn't think how much work it would be to convert. Yeah, because you don't want them all in the same pose. Yeah. 
and that pose is almost impossible to do anything with. I agree with your assessment there. So, yeah. I w- on the plus side, though, I would have eight sets of wings. You could probably get 15 or 20 bucks for each set on eBay. <laughs> Mayhaps. Yeah. All right. That's the hall of Moving shit. Moving on. What else we got to talk about here, bro? I think we're on to talk about fucking bug, bug eater. eater. GT, man. Bug Eater. My husband. <laughs> so I rocked on the <laughs> 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 little fucking Dan Savage for you there. <laughs> <laughs> I think Raj finally got into the Savage Love oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and he's it's pretty awesome. Hook, line, and sinkered in. <laughs> it's pretty good. All the other cats. Our brother nature just can't be as interesting. Yeah, because <laughs> well, he's fucking hilarious. I think his rants are for me the best part of that show. But yeah, rants at the top. Yeah, weird questions. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they get many more questions than that, mm-hmm. and only the real interesting ones make. You always got to like try to. Is this someone I know? <laughs> do I? You I, said they're from the Midwest. Do I'm I from, recognize that voice? I'm from Central Wisconsin, <laughs> and. <laughs> Hey, Dan, I'm in a podcast situation. <laughs> Two people I'm with. Uh, they don't. I really want to have sex with them both. <laughs> but they don't even know I'm gay, even though they call me the bar. The bar. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Just hang up. <laughs> Don't call her. Yeah. Well, caller, I think you know what your problem is. <laughs> I like when he gets on his rant about people that are closeted. You got to come out. You got to yeah. tell everybody right now. The bi closet. Yeah. You got to fucking write a letter. You got to. <laughs> anyway. How the fuck do we get back on the podcast and shit? My husband. Motherfucker, we're so past this. Whenever Savage mentions his husband, he, my husband. My husband. Anyways, bug eater. How was the drive, buddy? Eater. Well, the way there was oddly a lot rougher than the way home. So okay. took me four hours to get out to Jordal's house, and then mm-hmm. took me five hours to get out to Omaha Not with bad. him in tow. Not a bad haul. Uh, we did stop for food, though, and took our time because there's no did fucking you find reason. Taco John's? <laughs> no. No. God, no. We did get some awesome, like, authentic Mexican food. Oh, nice. Prasad. In the middle of Iowa? or uh, Yeah, Alaska? shockingly. Like, in Ames, Iowa, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, there was a lot more civilization than I expected there okay. to be out there. Omaha is actually, like, a big, proper city. So. so this trip opened your eyes. Yes. It's expanded my fucking boundaries. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> It was a good time, though. We fucking rocked out there, and nothing really went on Friday. Fucking, I think we... Didn't show up till when? We got there, I think it was around 10 o'clock. Okay. And I think that's when it was. Ryan Nickel was hanging out, but he just sat there long enough to say goodbye to us. (laughs) Then he fucking bailed. Mm -hmm. So we fucking... We ended up meeting up with one of the with one of the dudes from Arkansas, uh, one of the dudes from I think he's from Texas. The Texas guy was a forty k or though, and he was completely shit faced. It was a pretty no, funny situation, but ended up hanging out with the Arkansas guy it's on Twitter. I think his name was like Conway Conway Wood Woody some mm-hmm. shit like that. But pretty cool guy. I hung out and chatted for a couple hours till probably like two in the morning, sitting there drinking. PBRs fucking talking all night so it was a good time nice to fucking meet someone new have some conversations and um but the, the fucking drive on the way there there was a point where we're like an hour and a half out I was like oh my fucking god <laughs> like, I, I don't think I could go on the wheels are in motion you had no choice but to continue yeah I was fucking pot committed at that point so plus I had Jordan in the car already so I couldn't <laughs> really turn around and drop him off <laughs> all in okay so anyways uh Next day, fucking got in there and checked in. It was at a high school. So 
the venue is actually pretty cool just because there's so much space. It's in a gymnasium, and there's two adjoining gymnasiums. You like, go through a doorway, and then there's a whole second like mm-hmm. wide-open gym. That's where all the concessions and food were. But So the gym itself, there's a 40K and a fantasy tournament going on at the same time. And, Which was um, bigger. I think 40K. the 40K size yeah, is a little bigger. they usually are. But um, either way, it was sweet. There's so much room, and they didn't want for space. And in between every pair of tables, actually next to every table, there was plenty of space to put your armory board down. You know, put your shit so it wouldn't be in the way. And mm-hmm. it's a really nice setup. Venue was sweet. One thing they did I've never seen anywhere else was like in between pretty much every round, they had swag they were giving away. And it was good shit too. Get, like door prizes, essentially. Mm-hmm. Everybody's name just went in. I ended up winning this fucking fancy little fine cast Empire Witch Hunter model, the new Ugh. one. And that. But they're giving away all kinds of good shit. But it seemed like the prizes got better as it went on too, because mm-hmm. by the end they're giving away a copy of Space Hulk, copy of the fucking pirate game, and all mm-hmm. that. It's it pretty cool, pretty sweet. Giving away a lot of cool shit. They also had a ton of swag in the swag bag. Got some fucking dice. A swag bag, huh? My first official Warhammer patch, the BGT 2012 patch. Had some uh, buy gay transactional. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bug eater tournament or bug eater GT, whatever. <laughs> or in my case, transgender. <laughs> they have uh, like five poker chips that are super well done with the bug eater logo on them. Utilized in any scenarios. Uh, there were scenarios that required tokens, so okay, we did use okay. them, yes. We got official fucking 10-foot bug eater tape measure with the logo printed on it. Quality? It's all really well done, too. Better really than cool the stuff. G-Dub tape measure. Well, a tape measure is a tape measure, but... Well, this one, some are shittier than yeah. others. <laughs> and the GW official one is among it's the crap. shittiest. <laughs> but oddly, one of the most expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and then, see, a set of chess X dice. Yeah, those are free. 12 biggies. Well, these dice, it's their chess X, 16 millimeter black. So they match exactly the point hammer dice, but without the point hammer logo on the six. So I kept picking up people's dice during the games because everybody was using them mm. for their games. I think that was about it for the swag bag. It was a couple of little random resin bases, but they're round bases. So yeah. be good for this motherfucker. It's really good for sticking up your ass. Yeah. Sticking up my fucking poop shoot and pooping them out and then sticking them back, pooping them again. <laughs> you had a couple ginger pubes will throw you off. Yeah. Well, it's just odd to get foreign pubes in the mail there's probably a fucking law against that I'm worried about catching a fever <laughs> I'm gonna fucking contact the postal authorities <laughs> and fucking turn in one Chris Tomlin <laughs> fucking SWAT team arrest his ass for sending fucking pubes across the seas <laughs> anyway back on topic <laughs> so this tournament was open list which was a new one for me I don't think I've done okay. an open list in a long time were there some rules modifications, like lookout sirs? For yeah, spouse? for any template that like went through a unit, if you would usually get a lookout sir, even if you failed it, you would only take one wound. So uh, if I did a fucking uh, like a purple sun on your slaughter master who was in your gut star, even if you failed the lookout sir, so just, you only take God. one wound. But would like a dwellers? <laughs> would that do a wound then too? It was. You'd have to look at the spell list. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, because the, they had a spell list on the it. website. What's that? I'm curious. 
Sure. And maybe I'm pretty just sure it talk would, about a couple of the restrictions. You said Beastmen weren't affected, but I'm just curious about what maybe some of the other armies, what kind mm-hmm. of stuff you might have been going against. Yeah. So a character can only suffer one wound regardless of any restrictions or modifier that would normally apply for the following spells as long as they would normally get a lookout serve for being in a unit. Uh, so okay. I could kill like a Slaughtermaster if he was dumb enough to be out on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he's in a unit, he can only take one spell. For the Dwellers... Transmutation, Infernal Gateway, and the Dreaded 13th. So there's only those four that they comped. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the army-specific comp, you get things like, for demons, uh, Flamers were a 0-1 selection, and Kairos Fate Weaver was, was banned. Although, uh, in general... So you take special characters? Yeah, special this? characters okay. were permitted. So you could take the mask. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's completely arbitrary, but... yeah. Um, Dark Elves, the Hydras were a zero one, so you couldn't pull the double Hydra bullshit. Um, like Beastmen, no comp. What else? What else? No comp on the Woodies. Okay. No comp on the Ogres. Mm, That's why you intriguing. seem like three, intri- three of the exact, damn near the exact same fucking internet build list there. Yeah, there's like six other armies that got some small tank. Like Empire could only have one steam tank. And Anyways, there are a few house rules, which I don't think I ever read. That's about garrisoning buildings. Buildings can some only be garrisoned by for buildings. <laughs> Do you think pun intended, John? <laughs> uh, those, I guess, those really didn't come into play for me. So, <laughs> some caps on units or what? Yeah, units of fifteen infantry models are what could garrison buildings. Mm, weird. Yeah, or five for monstrous infantry. So yeah. You couldn't like fucking plow your maggots. Couldn't plow my gore herd in that building. Nice. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Let's get to round one. Round one. All right. Tell Let's us. See. So, scenario was King of the Hill. This is where Token was placed in the center of the board. And you got some bonus points for being over there on it at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I fucking played against Tomb Queen Kalita and okay. approximately 8,000 fucking archers. Um, nice. Yeah. The was- infamous. So, how did you, how did you fare? So was this like one, like a big 80-man unit or multiple units? I guess, how was he rocking? Yeah, it was. I think it was a unit of 30, and then there were two other units of like 15 or 20. Okay, like so that. it wasn't the super... Yeah. Because that unit would be all poisoned and right. shit, like hitting on fours. And yep, sure. It wasn't to that degree, but it was still pretty rough. I just ended up rocking Operation Grill because I didn't have any other Sounds option. Like a plan. He did have three different, the big freaking, the mm-hmm. big Sphinx creatures, so there's three of those fuckers running around. It's not too bad if you have combat blocks. Yeah. Because you got the static and you may do a wound or two. Peyton was his name. Okay. He's a young guy. It's not like his dad had made the list. His dad was playing in the tournament as well. Yeah, his plan was pretty much move the fucking fighty beasties up a little bit and then keep all the shooty fuckers back. I did let him go yeah. first show cuz he had cuz he would have been out of range if he didn't move. Um, and I wanted to go, you know, bottom of the sixth turn, so I decided to let him go yep. first. Uh, so then he had to move toward me, which only helps my goal because I really need to be in combat with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came forward, shot me up, whatever. I have planned Operation Grill, just fucking shoved everything forward as far as I could. Senegor didn't do much of anything. They ended up taking out some carrion on my left flank. And, Ooh. Ooh. Um, got a purple sun off. They took out his casket. He was not happy about that. <laughs> He's like, it's just dead? Yeah. So what kind of range just then? Where is that at? I rolled a 24. I think that was probably my first turn because, like I said, I was doing Operation Grill. So. 
So he never got to use it. Do you do purple signs even when you're kind of way out of range? If I have nothing else to do, I will. Okay. This was kind of a shot in the dark because it was like, well, I might kill that fucker. And it it was going through this big war sphinx as well after I had my Mm -hmm. asthma to to make it actually killable. So I think I killed two of them by the end by using purple sun uh, on them. Anyway, so by turn four, he killed the entire gore block. Shooting with just a with just shooting awesome. There's nothing left but the BSB and the level four who had been in there. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, those two morons are fucking standing there with no one in sight. So I just kind of scattered them. It worked out because by then I had scatter. The young boy engaged his uh like a little man of like 15 price skellies or yeah, so. Yeah, they can beat the shit yeah, out of skellies really easy. That's one of the few things Ungor can do. But they're not that good at it when they keep failing their fear and their primal fear <laughs> checks, I should state. But whatever, I had the ranks and okay. he really didn't, so uh, Ungor eventually took them out. Did you he kill Kalita? Well, one interesting thing, he did try to claim that, that after you wipe out undead through combat uh, res, yeah. he claimed that you can't do anything but sit there. It's a big internet controversy. Yeah, well. It's not been... Decided one way or the other. Yeah, we, we kind of talked about it back and forth. And then I'm like, well, you know, I guess I don't really give a fuck, so you can just play it however it is. I'll just leave him there. But then as we were, as we were wrapping it up, there was a judge standing there, and he's like, no, dude, like, counts as killing him in combat, so you can't reform. So I'm like, all right. It seems the intent so whatever. is going to be that you get the overrun. All right. I don't know. To me, it just felt like he Because was- there's a fact question. Well, if you charge a unit and you kill it, it with shooting or magic somehow before you actually get to fight um they've ruled that you still get the overrun the wording is like if it somehow gets killed or for whatever reason yeah you be fanatics or anything you still get the overrun okay right because it still counts as if mm-hmm. you'd been there but it hasn't been that specific item hasn't been addressed in fact so you can bring it up if you want okay well in that case ballard brought it up in our game favor. yeah this last weekend but it didn't matter at all right yeah and neither did it in my situation it certainly wasn't a part of the plan to have the ungors fucking reforming yeah. for, and going in for the kills their diverters else. a lot better yeah <laughs> it's true all right so, so anyways, like, um so i had the best to go engaged with the big block with kalita mm-hmm. and pretty much fucking stumped the fucking hole in her ass yeah. and then eventually the ungor came in there too and something like that so know. what's the scoring system is it like a, did you 20 nail him i did 20 nail him because it was a 20 nail system with the the grading so it could be like a 16-4 yeah or, okay mm-hmm. absolutely whatever okay so i ended up whooping him pretty good i was feeling pretty shitty about it because there was so much shooting but once i started getting into were you combat, looking a little glum to start with buddy no i was still having an interesting time with it because okay. i'd never fought it but i have heard how evil it was so that's fine once i started touching units they just started crumbling apart so. yeah like I, i'll put in like a couple wild riders in the skellies and like the skellies can never kill them fucking just, yeah. <laughs> basically if you can get anything into the skellies you're just gonna start mowing them down yeah he had his hierophant on a horse in a like five wide horse block mm-hmm. and then so i charged the harpies over the skellies and then yeah, hit baby. the horses and just <laughs> started putting all my attacks on them and i ended up killing them that way because just crumbled them mm-hmm. <laughs> the combat res to killing the other Shit. ones yeah but that so was all right anyways I ended up doing pretty good. I just made it my whole point to fucking... I knew I was going to lose the gore by the end of, like, turn one of his shooting because he took out, like, 17 of them or something crazy. And I was like, well, I'll count those guys as dead, but I'll pretend this whole time that I really care that he's killing them. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, meh, okay, it's fine. I could totally deal with that. So, because I do have enough other shit going on. That was, uh, yeah, like I said, King of the Hill scenario. All so right. Victory points for being in the center of the table at the end, but... I cleaned up pretty good there. Big win stinks. Big win 
He stinks. Uh, second game, I played against a dude named uh, Greg Weaver. He's playing Warriors of Chaos. And everything in the unit, or in the army, except for one block of, like, 18 Chaos Warriors, everything was mounted. Ah, so they had cool. big fucking blocks of, like, 18, no, it was 15 to 18 Marauder Horsemen. And then he had Again, one two unit? units of those. Like one unit of them? Yeah, I had two big units that size. <laughs> yeah, and then he had... Okay. Uh, his characters were mounted on demon steeds, and then so he'd stick them in there. So they move eight, yeah. So hitty guy, yeah. So uh, what he's doing is those marauders are given super mobility and ranks to the big fucking bad cast lord and BSB. Mm. He also had a unit of four dragon ogres. Did he frenzy him? His character, one of his, his lord was frenzied, but his BSB was not. Mm. Um, he had so he like had a, a lot of attacks for, for oh, those guys. Weapons go four with flails. Yeah, push out some damage. Absolutely, and his lord had some weapons, so he's getting like nine attacks. Turn. It was nice. fucking insane. Yeah, but were they still fast cav or were they like no, downgraded? They're not fast cav if they get joined like that because they get downgraded because the mm-hmm. character's not. But uh, yeah, you know, like seven or eight corn chaos knights. Well, you could deck them out in like light armor, shield, and barding, and they might get downgraded as well. Nah, a lot of armies can do that. I don't know if chaos is one of them. Where you can downgrade, where you your, lose your fast cav because yeah, you, you can armor armor. up your fast, your oh, light okay. cav, and Sorry. then they become. I think you can do that with the marauders. Actually, I think you will. Do you lose. think he did it? No, he didn't okay. because. <laughs> um, what else? Like I said, seven or eight chaos knights and corn knights in one unit, and all set up wide, not like in two ranks or anything. Four dragon ogres. He had a wizard on foot with a unit of probably like eighteen normal chaos warriors that had hand weapon shield. Normies. Was that? The normies. Yeah. They really didn't have... It, it was totally an unusual list, and I, I was just kind of taken aback, like, what the fuck do we do? Well, what worked out for me, shockingly good, was that we did a battle for the pass. <laughs> so uh, I, I pretty much set up almost on my you know, on my back edge, because I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I'll just keep trying to fucking pick his characters off with the Lord Death while he fucking char- tries to get to me, because if he gets to me, yeah. fuck it. So. Yeah, and there's no... You can deploy pretty wide so you can't really get any flanks or I know that was exactly it, it. That's, he pointed out like there's no way I can fucking flank you so and then I kept hitting like I'd hit the dragon ogres with the miasma to reduce their movement uh, no, whatever I, was closest that always miasma so I ended up luring out the corn knights uh, with the solo razor gore and then got my best gore in, in their flank wiped them out ran into his big block with his BSB so big unit of marauders with the BSB I overran into that the Senegor, because I had my asthma, the dragon ogres, they'd failed a few charges trying to hit the Senegor. So then the Senegor charged the dragon ogres. Mm-hmm. I totally, I kept flubbing the Primal Fury, uh, but I kept passing the fear check. So, uh, But without the Primal Fury, and I failed it on the charge, which is important because I was strength five on the charge. So th- those fuckers sat in combat for like four or five rounds before he finally killed all my guys. Did he give them an additional hand weapon or a great weapon? They had additional hand weapon. Okay. So strength yeah, five. I think that's the way to I agree. Kind of go. Yeah, strength seven's overkill. Just two. Yeah, slow as shit. But um, faster than Soros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His uh, 18K... Oh, I had killed his wizard with Lord of Death or, like, on turn two, so I had total magical dominance. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the purple sun. Surely there was an awesome purple sun. Yeah, I don't think I did a purple sun in this game at all. It wasn't even necessary. There was a few times when I could have, but he had some chaos hounds, but I just put one chariot over there, and he couldn't really move them up without the risk of getting charged, mm-hmm. so chariot kept the hounds in check. So are you saying this was a 20 nil? That's where it's going to end up, yeah. <laughs> Gore ended up taking out all the chaos warriors. I just 
kept luring his general out. I would uh, put harpies in front of him. He had he'd have to charge just because I was so close, and then I'd make sure he overran like into impassable terrain. So then he had to take a turn to stop, turn around. So I killed everything by the end except his general, who was a fucking yeah, beast, like one up rerollable plus a four up war. The Marauder horsemen aren't going to stand up to any one of your units, right? So. But that guy's going to do enough killing that he's going to make uh, up the difference. His BSB ended up killing himself because that unit broke from combat, so he just died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an interesting list. It was it was kind of refreshing to play against something so different, though, because you never fucking see that out here. It's always pretty standard, fucking you know, big block of each guys with a good word say, big block of corn yeah. guys with halberds. So it was really yeah, refreshing. Would be tough for me. Oh yeah, because he'd be all over your ass. Yeah. It turns out there's a couple fucking huge weaknesses built into the Woodoff list. <laughs> Necessarily so, because they're so uh, fucking tough, man. Disagree. <laughs> All right. Let's fucking take a break yeah. and we'll get back to this. Yeah, I went and stole my car today. And that's worth celebrating. Yeah, I stole my car today. And that's worth celebrating. Paying that interest no more And this thing's steady rolling Matter of fact, I ain't paying none of y'all back And when I go, no one will know I'll creep off like a cat Blow off all the rest I owe And when I go, there won't be no trail to follow Just a lingering sense of relief And a crap ton of empty bottles. All right. So, game three. This was the meeting engagement. Excellent. Excellent. I was playing against Andoni, was his name. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Feeling so I'm pretty good about this one. I'll make a shot at it. Well, yeah, I had to set up my whole fucking army first. <laughs> and he's rocking the ogre dick build. Anything in reserve? Uh, yeah, he didn't have to make reserve rolls. So, mm-hmm. no, okay. no, neither of us had anything in reserve. I chose a corner that had a building like pretty much right in the center of where I wanted to deploy because I had to deploy way back to keep him from fucking charging me on turn one. Yeah. So uh, I did get first turn. His magic pretty much shut down my magic that turn. Of course, I was trying the fucking... What was your strategy? Purple Sun. Well, the strategy was... What the first the strategy for? was trying Purple Sun, you know, one of the Mornfang or something like that. Okay. And then also I cast like a, a buff spell, uh, I think on the Senegor, just in case, because they were still in a spot where if he got lucky, he could hit him. And then I a moved wild my... form? What's that? A wild form? Yeah. I think I also did a Miasma to reduce the movement on one of his Mornfang as well, sure. trying to keep them buggers back. Moved some of the chaff out, but... Now where he could charge it very easily at that point. Uh, he came, his turn, he just fucking Operation Grill. Moved all his shit up, of course. Mm-hmm. And then my turn just started getting kind of jukey. That's when, you know, fucking throw the chaff out at the funny angles. Well, on his turn, too, he charged some harpies, and I had him at a really funny angle. But I couldn't avoid him overrunning into the Senegor. Mm-hmm. The only way, like, he only needed to roll literally, like, a three or a four to get there. Um, 
So it kind of shits all backed up together. Yeah, because I was so far back in the corner, but yeah. turns out that it happens with Woodhouse. He ended up rolling fucking triple ones on his overrun. <laughs> nice. So the Senegor are literally like an inch away from him, and they're in his flank. So Senegor ended up charging the flank that unit of Mornfang and killing them. Nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. But that left them like way overextended, and then they got flanked by a fucking iron blaster. She had the double <laughs> iron blasters, of course. But I was fine because I was steadfast. So I did all right against him. One thing he did that seemed pretty weird at the time was he ran his fire belly out and put him in the building, which was pretty much in the center of my lines. Mm-hmm. So like a turn or two went by. I just kind of like, in my head, I'm like, I'm just going to fucking ignore that guy because who cares? Turns out, though, the reason he did that is because he had the hell art. <laughs> so yeah, it was that, that actually happened on my my turn two. So at the beginning of my magic phase, he had popped the hell heart because he was in the building. So all my wizards, he rolled 25 inches for it. So that hit all my wizards. Ended up killing my level four. One of my one, one of my level ones lost a level. Mm-hmm. So that let me left me with one spell left on a level one. I was feeling pretty like, uh oh, dabs here. This could this could be bad. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you feel level, like you need magic to even it up. Yeah, the level four when he died, he exploded and took out like half the unit of Bestigor as well, like fourteen Bestigor. Nice. And they were already engaged with flank of one of his iron blasters. And then they were pretty close to some. But so you put thing. a wound on the blaster, though, probably, right? Yeah, I also <laughs> killed my own razor gore with that same explosion. <laughs> so that was pretty pretty rough on me there. Okay. Um, bad luck. Yeah, but anyways, I tried to play it out. So I just kind of the gore were in the back. I just pussyfooted around with them, tried to try to make it so that they couldn't get charged mm-hmm. by the gut star because they're not going to stand up to that. Yeah. <laughs> but, so we pussyfooted back end? and forth. Well, we end up with kind of an awkward charge. And we weren't sure if he could make it or not. So, like we talked about for a while, and then the judges came over, and then eventually he's like, "Nah, fuck it, dude. I, I don't even care." And he was, I mean, he was obviously winning by that point anyway. So he just kind of held back, and then eh, I don't know. Bestigor ended up in combat with the Mornfang, and eventually the Mornfang killed all the Bestigor. So it's just it my general like a good matchup <laughs> for the besties. Nah, generally it would be, except that most of them had all already that been shit killed goes first. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if I have thirty models because I'm getting enough attacks with strength six and all the re-rolls that mm-hmm. I do a fair amount of killing with them. So if I could have went in fresh, if I hadn't blown up and killed half my fucking <laughs> unit, it wouldn't have been a problem. But as it stands, it was a big problem. Okay. So um, I, by the end, I think all I had left was the gore. <laughs> Uh, and they were, like, backed in the corner and in a really shitty spot. So he ended up 20 nil in me. Oh. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Once again, that's I never had played against the Ogre list until this time. Okay. So yeah. you gain a healthy respect for it. Mm-hmm. What would you do differently? Anything? Uh, well, I wouldn't have set up in the corner with the building. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Because in the end, that would have cost me. It was open list, too, but I never bothered to check. I should have taken advantage of the fact that it was open list, figured out who had the hell heart. Because I could have been just... Laura, Laura Death spelling that fucker because I had done I think four wounds to the Slaughtermaster with the Laura Death just in like one turn mm-hmm. so if I'd been able to do that to the Firebelly who had the Hellheart that would have been it I wouldn't have later lost all my magic yeah. because of it so that would have been pretty awesome that's a definite fucking thing. Now, in the future, you have to pay attention to, I wonder which one of those fucking two wizards has the hell hard. <laughs> or, alternatively, just spread out your wizards, which totally defeats the fucking Beastman thing, because you really need to keep all your wizards near the Shard of the Hearthstone if you're going to take advantage of that. Yep. So you kind of get double screwed, because your army relies on these wizards being here. 
And that makes it really easy for him just to run in there and fuck you up the butt, the hell heart. So. Fuck you up the butt. Oh, was it fucking party time, Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night. Was everybody staying at the same hotel? or? Yeah, we ended working? up hooking up with, uh, me and Jordal and Nickel hooked up with the Kansas City guys. Pretty fucking bun- cool bunch of dudes. We ended up going out to this, what the hell was it, some kind of barbecue joint. Yeah. It was either that or I was trying to talk to everybody because it was a Johnny's Italian Steakhouse right there. <laughs> Same place we'd gone to <laughs> oh, in Peoria. Nice. It was only two or three blocks from the hotel, but everybody decided. We, cause, but it's, yeah, it's kind of expensive. So we decided to go for this. Of course, you know, we go we go to the barbecue joint, and I drink a bunch of beers, and it probably costs yeah. the exact same it would have otherwise cost. Peace. Yeah. Plus, I got pretty lit up. Um, it was a good time. The food was all right. There was a lot of complaints, but mine was really good. So, except the dry ass cornbread. <laughs> and then after that, we just went back to the hotel room, hung out with the KC boys. They gave me some sweet fucking giant sized scatter dice. Yeah, I see that. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. They also gave me a set of other custom dice that they had, had done up. So I hooked one up. The dude that gave them to me up with some dice. Okay. Some point hammered dice. They end up liking us on Facebook, so you can see them on there. <laughs> they like us. Yeah, bunny. Really good time, though. Pretty much That's just fun. sitting around talking about Warhammer, well. drinking beers in typical fashion. So. It's just one of the funnest things you can uh, do at a Warhammer tournament. Yeah. It's about, about totally different people. I think the only fucking people I knew here, there's a couple faces I'd seen before, but maybe two or three. And then other than that, it was pretty much all new people. Totally different world when you don't know, like, 90% of the dudes there. Yeah. You're like, got this inner monologue. Should I whip my dick out? Or <laughs> it's going to be out? weird if I whip out I my dick right now. I don't know I think they would have. They had, these had pretty good uh, senses of humor. So damn good time and uh, good booze. Two nights of fucking boozing late in a row. Me and Sounds me and like Nickel. weekend. We fucking drank all my PBR and then we were fucking struggling for beer. So we we're gonna go to the beer store. It's probably like twenty to two, and they sell till two a.m. out there. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we're out on the That's patio. Amazing. Yeah, I'm smoking a cig, and all the forty k guys around. We're talking to them, and then we're like, "Fuck it, let's go." I'm like, "Man," because I knew Jordal had bought a six pack. That fucker was holding out. He had three polygrams in his cooler, <laughs> so we fucking scooped those up and drank them. <laughs> and then I end up having one more Young's double chocolate stout back in the room. <laughs> but Nickel hates dark beer, so we went back uh, there and we shared that beer. <laughs> And that was it. Like it was shortly after two by then, and we were completely out of beer. Nice. <laughs> so sounds like you had a nice good pass out ahead of you. Yeah. Well, me and Nickel fucking snuggled together in the same bed, and excellent. That's pretty cozy. So yeah, got a good night's sleep. But the key is didn't get much sleep because <laughs> you know it was fucking after two, and we had to early check in the next day. Yeah. So had to be up. So what you're saying is seven thirty, eight o'clock. You still felt pretty good when you woke up. Is that, is that the case? <laughs> I did feel pretty good. Ah, I wasn't hungover nice. on day two, so I wasn't hungover either day. It was a fucking miracle. Fucking a snotling day miracle. <laughs> <laughs> a bug eater day miracle, bro. Yeah, day two, a fucking scenario for blood and glory. Okay. I think if you broke them though, you just got some fucking. Points, Didn't end it. Points, Kept yeah. it going. One of those kind of things. So okay. that's pretty okay. cool. And I played against Pete Picard, who had Dark Elf, ton of fucking shooting, plus Laura Shadow. Yeah. So, so you love fucking cranking on some Dark Elves, right? Yeah. I don't know. I was 
pretty fucking burnt out, and I was really just dreading the ride home. Uh, are you foreshadowing some some occurrence here? I'm foreshadowing the nil twenty uh. <laughs> that I took in this game. <laughs> I just you know ran my ship forward and end up getting in combat with fucking super fighty dark elf special unit. Uh. What I didn't plan on was him getting like two Laura spells off and fucking making my gore who would normally beat the shit out of dark elves mm-hmm. really fucking shitty. So it's a big unit of black raised. Was Were that you mind raise it, John? No, that didn't happen. That he wasn't necessary. Like a withering or a he withered the shit out of yeah, me. They need a little help to get super killy. And he also reduced my weapon skill, so then it was harder for me to hit him. Mm-hmm. All in all, it did not fucking go well. I hung out all day, and I was still able to kill stuff because I still had my strength. You um, just get it in there, yeah. Yeah. If you're getting your attacks, you're killing. And the primal fury helps a lot, but his guys do have eternal hatred, so they do hate you every round. Which now I know how Forever. bad it sucks to fight against Gore. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the same bunch of bullshit. So, but he ended up fucking beating up on me. Any uh, but, Hydra saga? Yeah, let's see. The Senes get it beat. Senegor, do not go near Hydras, bro. Okay. I'm pretty sure that I purple sunned his Hydra off because that's Excellent. how I kill Hydras, Excellent. and I know I killed it. So, but other than that, I, he had a ton of shooting. Uh, he had like forty something shots with the crossbows. Like he had two units of twenty that he had set up on my right side, but they were oh, there was this piss. big water feature over there. It is a lot of shooting. Yeah. yeah. So turn one, he almost killed all the Senegor. There was like three of them left. That's a pretty good target. Yeah. Well, they do have a four up armor, which I guess goes to a five up toughness force. So they're pretty survivable to it, but with that many shots, man. Um, so after that, I just ended up backing the Senegor up. Back mount up. Yeah. He eventually came forward and got them all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had to set up my chariots way off on my right flank to keep his sc- or scouts from fucking me in the butt. So he had that dude on the Pegasus that was fucking Billy Badass. Billy Badass. Flapping around. I kept reducing his move, though. Flapping his <laughs> yeah. flappy gums around. <laughs> okay. I probably remember more of the game fight one since <laughs> I didn't <laughs> it was a mm-hmm. fucking sad state of affairs game five okay even Steven yeah I was dead even for the day so by now I was completely fucking tired I really didn't want to play again because yeah, I was yeah, just you're pretty much out of the well no you could still well, you know, two losses yeah yeah I, I was I okay. knew I wasn't going to win shit but I had assumed that after I got beat because there was those ogre guys were still both four and zero, oh, and they both ended up five and zero. Oh anyways, they play pretty much the same. List. No, of course not, because <laughs> that would have been like justice, right? But fucking justice. <laughs> scenario five was just a standard pitch battle, and I played against Mitch Michelson. He had vampire counts. VC. What kind of list? What style? He had two units. One was skellies, and one was zombies, and they were five wide, and they were probably. 15 deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were super, like, they barely fit in the deployment zone. I, I acknowledge they are shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Terrorgeist. He had a unit of six of the big fucking flappy guys. Oh, Vargeist? Vargeist, yeah, that's the ones. Uh, like, two Vargolfs running around on their own. Really? Yeah, unit of... They're still pretty geese. Oh, yeah. Those two killed all the Senegor. <laughs> <laughs> dire wolves. A couple other things sprinkled around, but the Terrorgeist was one of the key things. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't sound like well, the Geist and the Var, things with Varg in the title and things with Geist in the yeah. title. Once again, it was refreshing to see a very different list because when I looked at the army and based on my mood, I, I was really fucking, I was 
just beat and done. So when I looked at it, I knew there was no way I could possibly kill all those skellies and or zombies. And he had enough shit that, enough magic mm. that he could keep casting yeah, them up. you gotta get in their flank. Yeah, which... Go wide, baby. Based on where everything ended up, that wasn't gonna happen. So I decided I was just gonna sit back and try to kill his characters with Laura Death. <laughs> <laughs> that became my whole strategy. I kept focusing on his general, figuring, well, I could make him crumble if I kill him, but I never once did any wounds to his general. Mm-hmm. The Vargeists, is that the word? Vargeists? The flyers? Yeah, the flyers. They kind of pussyfooted back and forth with the Ungor. He really didn't want to charge him because I kept casting augment spells on the Ungor. So he's like, oh, if you talk this for, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do it. But eventually he came in, and in three turns, he ground out 30 Ungor uh, with those guys. So. And okay. I had the leadership. You didn't have any support nearby? Well, they were kind of behind my line because uh, I kept backing up the yeah. Ungor to keep them. And I was using the Shard of the Herdstone, which was right to their right, to block the flank of the Gore so he couldn't charge them into the Gore's flank. Yep. So, I kept imagining them. I've, uh, How many did them. you kill? Okay. I killed. I killed. I only did three wounds before it was over. I think very, very few. Okay, sounds like those guys are pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty good against the right opponents. Well, they're so mobile because they can always fly their full move because they're vampiric. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. So that's a big deal. Yeah, Yeah. that's huge. What else? I don't know. They get high strength, a lot of attacks. I thought they were a pretty solid unit. The only problem with them is the models. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had them fucking modeled. Three of them were on these super tall things, yeah. like super high flying. And that way, and then the other three were pretty low, like on the base. But it was nice to see what they could do in a situation where it really didn't matter to me anymore. Okay. But anyway, it was it was. A, so what else happened? Oh, uh, let's see. The Senegor pussy footed back and forth with one of the Vargulfs and the Direwolves. So I ended up getting a far charge off on the Direwolf. Wiped him out, and then that gave me a flank of the Vargolf. And then the other Vargolf flanked the Senegor. So I was in with two Vargolfs who were both high ish, many attacks. Oh, he also brought up the Terrorgeist and screamed into the combat. That's pretty much what did me in. I think he killed all but like four of them that way, and then the Vargolfs finished him off. What does a, a Terrorgeist scream sound like? Mm. Does it sound? Well, I could do is like. It similar to a brace? I can only do a dying Senegor scream. <laughs> How loud does that sound? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> you be the terrorgeist, and I'll be the dying Senegor. <laughs> I think Ginger's taking a nap upstairs. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> She's a fucking victim of the terrorgeist, bro. <laughs> We're going to be a victim of the crabby girlfriend. <laughs> you hear? What's going on? <laughs> I hate that he can scream into combat. That makes him actually pretty fucking badass. And he was far enough away that I couldn't really get any wounds on him. Big. Yeah. That was fucking gross. And so 12 Senegor were reduced to fucking dick. Which is like, you so know. he's got the Sennies, he's got the Ungies. That leaves the Besties and the Gories. Yeah, neither of which saw combat, because they, they just stayed <laughs> on my line and even backed up a little bit over time. Uh, he did not want, after seeing how the battle with the fucking Vargais went, he didn't want to bring them in on the Gore. Against an actual combat unit. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the Ungor are just there to die. But what it meant was, it was down, you know, by like, he had, up and I took... I let him go first, and so I had the bottom of six, and then the whole time I'm like, it occurs to me, why in the fuck was I concentrating that magic on his general when I probably could have killed the Terrorgeist in one turn with this, like, yeah. lower death magic, so... It's only got a regen on a six. Yeah, so bottom of turn Shit six, leadership. I focused the lower death sniper spells on it and killed it, <laughs> and thank God I did, because then that brought it to a draw, <laughs> and he's nice. like, oh, it's bullshit, man. It's like, I fucking thought I had you. He's a pretty good guy to play. It was fun. He 
like his two big long bus units, he just kind of moved them up. There was a fence maybe three or four inches in front of his deployment <laughs> zone. So I moved him right up to the fence and just stopped. I'm like, eh, I'm not doing shit against those guys. I did. He had a, a casty wizard that was hanging out behind him, just conjuring up more and more of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eventually you're going to run out of models, right? He's like, oh, no, I got like 119 in the box. <laughs> I'm like, well, you can only put so many on the table before you run out of table space. <laughs> you're going to have to come forward. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny. Man. I don't know. Most of the time, I have pretty good luck with the Laura Death killing characters. But against that dude, man, I just could What was not. he? Did he have a ward save? Yeah, he had a ward. Cause it went, like a magic red. Most of the time, of it. I was doing like the so, you know the leadership test when we were both rolled a D6, and I just couldn't roll higher than him. And then the other times, I'd do the strength one. Strength we always tough five, yeah. We always redu- yeah, subtract his strength from it, and it was like I just couldn't get enough through to make it matter. Mm-hmm. I could I could roll and do like one or two hits to him, and then if I got one wound, he would fucking save it. So no, he can easily heal it too. Right, right. But he didn't kill him all in one go. Yeah, he never had the need to heal. <laughs> I never did that much to him. So, anyways, it was like a dead drop. Was his vamp just chilling with one of those big? Yeah, he had a, a vamp in there, a wizard in there, a BSB in there. I think he had a solo wraith in each unit. Uh, so, like when my harpy started getting close, he just fucking charged out the wraith. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fucking bad business. I knew it was not, not a chance of me getting in there and killing those guys. Interesting. So. Okay. So, anyways, that was a perfect tie. It was a little bit in his favor, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It was nice to play a game and not give a shit against somewhat different of an army. So by the end, I was pretty beat and really dreading yeah. the ride home. But I ended up taking best painted army. Yeah. Do you remember my prediction before you left? <laughs> was it that I would take best painted army? <laughs> no, I said, I think you have a 100% chance of getting in the top five. And I gave you 40% for overall. Yeah. You came in fifth. <laughs> Did I? correct, yeah. I just assumed I did pretty bad, but I guess the soft scores must have killed You were fifth, and I think, like, Nickel came in, like, sixth or seventh. Yeah. And Jordan was a little bit further down. <laughs> Jordan was rocking a Croxagore horde in the tourney. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, he's always trying out new stuff with the Wizards. <laughs> yeah, like 18 Crocs. That was pretty Did funny. he say how well it worked? Yeah, it sounded like, I think he only lost it once. It did pretty well for him. Like, there were Chaos guys that wouldn't even charge it in the flank. <laughs> he just completely <laughs> avoided it. So, he had some, it made for some funny stuff stories afterwards and it was a good time but their uh, plaques are not like any I've ever seen they're actually printed plaques but they look really good the quality of all their stuff you know like we mentioned before mm-hmm. the fucking poker chips and the tape measure and shit it's all super good quality looks really good so yeah it's fucking nice little plaque to have so their painting competition out there is called the golden gobbo i ended up taking quite a bit <laughs> i took i ended up winning that was like three or four of the categories i took best fantasy unit with the bull ogre mornfang cavalry the chariots took best fantasy monster with the jabba's life might have been that one that took best fantasy overall, but whatever. Most I get 40k best individual model with my Eldar Farseer. Yeah, I guess that was it. But all told, I ended up with 175 dollars in gift cards for, for the game shop out there. And it's actually called The Game Shop. It's in Bellevue, Out Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was on the way back, so we popped in there. Oh, and scoop up. The guy running it, his name was Norm. He's a really cool guy. 
Um, his shop was pretty awesome too. It just is he stocked fucking everything. It was amazing and like multiple copies of everything. So mm-hmm. it's nice to go in a shop where it's just fucking jam packed full of cool stuff. That's cool. He must have a pretty pretty big Warhammer scene then. Yeah, he must. So his wife, I talked to her for a while. Like I don't know if she'd never really seen miniature games before or not, but we talked quite a bit about that. But it turns out that she had gone to university in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. So oh, weird. Yeah, when she first heard that, she was like, "Oh fuck, man, Stevens Point." So we chatted for a bit, and she's a pretty cool chick. Totally forgot her name. Whenever I drink, I fucking forget everything. But <laughs> <laughs> but she was really cool. Norm was a cool guy. So check out the game shop out there. Um, so I ended up picking up for swag Storm of Magic book. Oh boy, I've been wanting it, but I couldn't bring myself to drop fifty bucks. But yeah. since I had one hundred seventy-five dollars worth of free shit, imaginary dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it didn't mean anything. So pretty cool book. I like all the monsters and the fluff's pretty cool. I think the spells are like the lamest fucking thing on the yeah. planet. <laughs> What's the fucking point of that? But and that's where I picked up that cast lord on manticore model and i also picked up a second ogre kingdom's thunder tusk model the only reason i picked up this fucking model is because i want the crossbow bits. <laughs> there's two crossbow like giant sized crossbow bits in there and that's what i wanted out of there <laughs> that's the only reason i picked up that box that's what i wanted <laughs> yeah if anybody out there has this kit and does not want those crossbow bits fucking let me know i'll trade you something or pay or whatever mm-hmm. but anyways so got that and then those three items 175 yeah. bucks bro i know okay that's fucking crazy right not like i said before i had won this sweet little fucking empire witch hunter model which i might eventually fucking model a reikland ogre off of <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's a pretty fucking sweet model. My second fine cast model of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a good time overall? Yeah, it was a good time. Drive home, oddly, was great because I was really just looking forward to going home and sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty stoked the whole way. And When did you get back home? It didn't take as long as it took to get out there because there was no traffic. So mm-hmm. it was pretty much fucking middle of the night on Sunday. And so I got home around 1 o'clock, like quarter after mm-hmm. 1. Not bad. Yeah, so it's just a touch over eight hours on the way home. So we're gonna go next year. What do you say? Uh, well, would you see. do it again? It was a very long haul. Mm-hmm. Tournament wise, yeah, I would definitely go. Drive wise, that's the question. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the ter- like the terrain on the tables. Out here, we get really spoiled for terrain. You, know, you go to fucking North Star. Uh, yeah, okay. You go to fucking Golkey's tournament out here. So some of the terrain, man, could use some effort. But mm-hmm. I mean, the 40K side was awesome. I walked over there. I was like, man, just see where they're putting all their effort into. <laughs> but this tournament was fucking super well run. It's a tight ship. I don't mm-hmm. really have any complaints about it in that regard. Okay. Yeah, pretty good time. Looking forward to blood on the sun? Uh, I don't know. I'm still feeling kind of tournamented <laughs> out. <laughs> After that, I started feeling it at Midwest Ramp page but i won the whole tournament so then i was like it went away but it buggy or it really hit me like so oh, man. three tournaments in like five weeks yeah there was a dude out there that i think chris douglas was his name he actually bought a point hammered shirt but he had a fucking pretty sweet wood elf army it's really well painted and he had converted up his movement tray had this fucking huge tree on it it was literally like two feet tall it's just fucking massive <laughs> so the army is kind of arrayed in front of it it's uh-huh. pretty cool he did take okay. uh player's choice i believe badass best general was taken by andoni who i had played in round three with the ogre list he went on one five the ogre right. player with pretty much the same list took best overall okay. the whole event so um, i don't remember who best sports was Nobody gives a fuck about sports. <laughs> find somebody. Somebody find somebody who gives a shit. <laughs> All right, man. I think that's it. I think. All right. Fucking good report. Fuck it, man. Let's wrap this up then, bro. Yeah. Done. Suck my balls. SMBs. Yeah. Suck them.
The lottery line at Fine Foods is three blocks long and Hassan selling PBR to hipsters with ironic mustaches who most definitely wants for punk. And now wear flannel and scream over bar chords on acoustic guitars. The park's full of scum fucks, boogles and train kids. Busking and flying signs for sparks and beast ice. But not food for their dogs. Not laundry mats to clean their clothes. They don't even shower, but that's how it goes. And I don't care much either way. Cause when they're my age, they'll all own socks. Vacation homes with pending divorce. Memberships at the golf course. And I do not, hell no, no I do not, check this out. You see, I grew up in a traffic jam, a cul-de-sac all-American, with tapered jeans and leather jacket and Nike high tops. A hair farmer from the suburbs, a drunk speed metal drummer. Now how the hell did I end up in real tree camo and Carhartt's? It's safe to say that I've lost grip Oh look, there goes another hipster kid In neon on a track bike Paying a school to learn art A bi-green vegetarian A fashion icon charlatan At the bar, buy rounds With his mother's credit card And I don't care much either way when they're my age, they'll all own socks. Vacation homes with pending divorce. Memberships at the golf course. And I do not. Hell no. No, I do not. Come on with it. They'll all own sobs Vacation homes with pending divorce Memberships at the golf course And I do not No, I do not Motherfucking neighbors and their cocksucking lawnmowers. I gotta close this window. Right. He knows. He knows. He's one of those guys that don't like point hammered. <laughs> he locked eyes with me, and then I saw him, and he, he looked down at my crotch. That's not surprising. We will clean the edit this, though. <laughs> you assholes will never know this happened. <laughs> well, no.